Hi everyone, it's Ira Wolf here. Just to let you know that we will not be having a live Geek Skeezers and Googleization show today, but this is a great time to catch up on all the great episodes we had over the last few weeks. Just last week, we had Vibhas with Tanji uh, from Gallup. Great conversation about hybrid work and employee engagement. Uh, just the week before, we had Jacob Morgan uh, with his new book. Uh, prior to that, we had Paul Zak, a great talk about neuroscience. And then just a few weeks prior to that, we had Gabriella Kellerman, uh, who was talking about her new book, uh, Tomorrow Mind, uh, that was co-authored with the great Dr. Marty Seligman. Uh, so a great opportunity to catch up. Uh, we also have our, our GGG Unleashed episodes uh, that are available. They're 15-minute broadcasts uh, each month by people like uh, Vivian Blade, uh, Bill Keller, Joe Sirio, Paul McCarthy, uh, of our partner Avanti. Uh, we had a great conversation with Dennis Kozak. So please take a few minutes uh, and listen to or, or watch uh, the shows. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, any place that you listen to podcasts, uh, or you can catch it on YouTube and watch the live replay. Uh, I guess that's an oxymoron, but you can watch the replay. Okay, until next week, have a great week, and don't let the shift hit your plans. The most startling finding, at the, I know you mentioned you've looked at quite a lot of our research. The one that scares me the most, uh, you mentioned the, the, the number on how many employees actually feel uh, that they're connected to the culture of the organization. The, the one that scares me the most is when we actually pass that number by leaders and individual contributors. So the individual contributors were about 17 to 18%, and leaders were at 39%. So there's a 22-odd percent gap. My problem is not the 22% gap. My problem is the 39%. Only 39% of leaders feel that they're connected to the culture of their organization. We know that hybrid employees right now are the most engaged uh, uh, in terms of engagement with the organization. Uh, guess who's the least engaged? On-site. Least engagement uh, overall. We found out uh, the magic number is three. Uh, if you actually have three days on-site and if you're hybrid, uh, that seems to have the most impact uh, on engagement. And there are two days you want to avoid. You want to avoid manic Mondays. That doesn't work if you're in the office. You want to avoid freaky Fridays. We're, we're all vulnerable right now in leading up to this future work. You know, we're living in this age of VUCA, of volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. And we can't, you know, if it's not a technological event that's disruptive, uh, if it's not politics, you know, living in the U.S., if it's not politics, it's war. I mean, you know, out of the blue. I mean, there's just thing every day. There is some other event that creates some level of uncertainty and complexity and ambiguity and volatility. Um, every human being on this planet is experiencing levels of change. And even even for the people who who have all eight of your attributes, um, if they're not feeling somewhat vulnerable at this point, uh, and recognize that they need to adapt and change and grow, um, but they may not know exactly what their next step is and, and be able to admit that. Um, you know, I, it, it's, it's somewhat scary when people think that they have the answers. I grew up watching and emulating my dad, so I too was never vulnerable. Didn't believe in it, thought it was uh, something dumb <laughs> that I shouldn't be doing. And that's how I lived my entire adult life. 
up until a few years ago when I had a series of panic attacks, which I later found out came about because I was writing a book on vulnerability when I myself didn't believe in vulnerability. Then what's the number one, uh, the number one reason why you're not comfortable being vulnerable at work? And the number one reason was because we don't want to be perceived as being weak or incompetent. So how do you avoid being perceived as being weak or incompetent? You demonstrate your competence. Obviously, if you just show up to work every day talking about the gaps that you have, you are going to create a perception in the eyes of those around you that you got a lot of gaps. I think the correlation between happiness and productivity has been um, confused by a lot of people. It really looks like for most of the research is that productive people feel satisfied, right? So it's not that I want you to have Taco Tuesday and, you know, whatever, uh, you know, jump around and uh, sing songs. What I really want to do is give you hard but achievable goals. You work in a team to, to meet those goals and then go, holy crap, we did some great work this week, right? We really killed it. I feel great about my job. I feel satisfied. I have this sense of um, accomplishment, which is very important. The war for talent is over, right? Talent has won because we have record low unemployment rates. There are no more babies, right? We've got to create workplaces where people can really be satisfied, have a sense of accomplishment, professional growth, personal growth. All this is really important, particularly for younger people, but for everybody. So I think part of that is we're going to see this employment move to the workplaces that have better cultures. And then the next question below that, the neuroscience question is, what does a great culture look like? Just as there's post-traumatic stress, there's something called post-traumatic growth, which is that that at the other end of the population bell curve, there are people who are so highly resilient that even when they are exposed to something uh, potentially traumatic, they're able to grow stronger perhaps not right away. In some cases, it takes six months, 12 months, uh, you know, to see those impacts. But they get more centered, um, they have a stronger sense of purpose, a stronger sense of motivation, greater clarity on how they want to spend their time in their life. And they, they describe coming out of those experiences stronger than they were uh, going into them. And so this is not the first time it's been hard for people to cope with a labor transformation. It's not even the first time it's been hard for people to cope with a labor transformation while companies have existed. New episodes of Geeks, Geezers, and Googleization, as well as the GGG Unleashed collection, are available now to listen and download. Listen to wherever you get your podcasts.